Okay. Okay. So you guys are always about uh, the process of being creative and, and really more in the moment. But today, let's look at some results. I know uh, Layden is in Architectural Digest this month, uh, a feature article. And that is, you know, that's huge. That's like... Is there something above that? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really rough on myself. Like I will get something, you know, something that had been a far off goal and maybe, you know, it happens and I give myself a day and then it's like, well, I got to get even higher, I got to get this next thing. It's like, you know, the carrot and the stick. Are you a carrot and a stick person or oh, are you sure. really able to just enjoy, enjoy this level? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I appreciate the question. Um, yeah, I mean, Architectural Digest, let's just be very clear in my mind. It's like, it's such an institution in my business you know, and, and the world at large for being the, you know, the editorial magazine for design and architecture. So it is a, certainly a, a major accomplishment. There's no question. Um, but I, I hear what you're saying. And, and, you know, I think I would be able to have a different experience. I'm not going to say enjoy or not enjoy. I'm not going to put those polarities up, but I would say the social media, which I think you can appreciate is another part of it, which is, you always kind of feel like you have to feed this thing yeah. more content than you actually have inside of your spirit that I have inside of my own spirit at any given time. So, you know, it's like the self-promotional part of it, it can be a little taxing, but I'm, 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 this is bliss. You know, this is, I've been, I have been working my entire career and, you know, I'm on, uh, I just want to also say that I recognize I was, I'm on El Decor's A-list and not to, not to create a hierarchy, but it's just different. It is a different publication. It has a different um, reach in, um, it just speaks to a different audience. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, it's a new project for me. You know, a lot of my projects that had happened in the past was um, kind of existing projects that got shot in some other context and were just being placed in editorial. So this was actually created, shot, styled, everything for Architectural Digest. So it's really exciting. How do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feeling feeling good, feeling good. Trying, well, trying to keep my head, 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 head uh, right-sized. And yeah, today- Basically, um, you know, every musician wants to get their picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. I, right. I see it as the equivalent of that. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And today I am going to do the introductions. Today's co-host is Lauren Bergman, who's an amazing painter. And uh, her paintings are in the background there. She, she, she can talk about her work a little later. Um, I also happen to be married to Lauren, so... It would, be it would be it would be great if we both got out of here alive today. <laughs> and and our guest today, our conversation, it was Layden Lewis, who has gotten into Architectural Digest to be 
it is amazing. You know, it's like just one of those milestones, one of those destinations on the road to wherever you're going. And, um, and yeah, we're all about results. All, uh, uh, results. We're all about process in this podcast. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about results. And even though we're a new podcast, we're sort of mixing it up real early on in the process. Lauren, thank you so much um, for coming in and having this conversation with us. You know, it's, it's actually setting up something that we really wanted to do, which was be in conversation. And like, you know, I, I have so many questions to ask you about your own work, even though in theory, this is supposed to be directed towards me in conversation, but I, I have so much, so much to ask you. Well, I'm just honored that you wanted me included in your, you know, now in, you're a celebrity. <laughs> how does right? it feel to be a celebrity? And, and Layton is actually hanging out with celebrities these days. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, won't mention, we won't mention names. We won't but... mention names until they, they, they've mentioned them first. Yeah. Right. So the uh so where are we going from here, guys? Well, excuse you guys talked about celebrity. I don't necessarily, you know, I don't know what a celebrity is supposed to feel like, but so but I feel uh popular. Yeah. <laughs> I feel popular this so here, here's my that. here's my process question then. You sure. you got this. You're an architectural digest. The layout is amazing. The what is the title of the? It's labor of love. It's a. It's kind of amazing that um, we got titled. Um, I, it's a. It's a. It's a renovation. It's a home renovation for um, Melanie Barnett, the founder of the Black Artists and Designers Guild, a personal friend of mine, and um, and also the 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 article really features her as a and her amazing uh, ceramic. Um, artistry and mastery and and craftsmanship around her around this installation in her home, but also you know the other work that she's been doing and how it all got incorporated into the space, which is really a reflection of her. I wanted to be we wanted to, we talked about it as being a portrait of her and a reflection of black joy in space. Yeah, that was beautiful. And when you read it, though, you are mentioned a lot as being the, the you know, collaborating with Mulaney. Well, the vision, yeah, the, the layout vision is just breathtaking. I can't imagine what it's like to be in that space because the 2D images are just incredible. Just, uh, you know, your your daringness almost in mixing pattern and color and and the way it and texture and it really is like living in a painting mm. and a, a, you know an an art installation multifaceted yeah um uh, what, what what can I say about that? You know, uh, there was this discussion that Milady had been having for years around. Uh, I want this. I want to make. Uh, you know, she referred to it at that time as tiles or some sort of ceramic. Because at that point, she's been through. You know, so many different stages of her art. Our artistry has taken so many different forms: textiles, um, ceramics, so on and so forth. So. But she'd been talking about this. And then finally, when we had this opportunity, for, um, it just it just all spilled out into like me curating and thinking about the scale of the space and what that installation, how like what are the segments? It's almost like your puzzle, Lauren. Yeah. Right? Like, what is the what is the scale of the puzzle 
going to be in the say in relationship to the space space room um the room size and scale and um Ed Letterman has gone away and came back and um and then you know then and then we and and then of course there's this there's the 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 installation but then she we we talked about her dancing every place and she and I danced together and um we you know we also danced this kind of caribbean not kind of we 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 just dance in our caribbean native winding up and jumping up and down so they needed to be a, the space needed to also be beautiful but it also needed to be available for humans to occupy the space right. and not it, it not just be a sitting room and i wanted to comment on that like it's not there's no element of sterility. <laughs> There's nothing in it. I, I go through so many design magazines and here, and there's always a kind of a coldness or a, a feeling of it's not lived in. It's right. not, you know, Whereas that space, I felt like I wanted to get in there and dance. Yeah, no, well, I, I, we, well, I, I can't wait until um, Melanie's. Uh, you know, we're 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 planning some activities and some some jump ups and some food gathering and some breaking of bread in that space in this in the late spring. So we're definitely going to have you because it, you know, I'm a show who took the photographs is is amazing, but again, it is photography, like right. being in the space has a completely different sensory, you know, stimulus than, than us looking at just the pages of it. Um, and, or it in print or, you know, through our viewfinders on our computer. So it's like, it really is about being in the space. Yeah. And my question, it's really funny because the three of us really work are solo workers. Right. You know, we have our own way of doing stuff. We like, to hold on to that control really tight sometimes. And all three of us have started collaborations with different people. Lauren has started a collaboration. She could talk about that. What was what is it like for you to collaborate? What are the like the sticking points? What are the points that really work out well? Well, then I'm gonna answer this question, then I want to turn it back over to the both of you to answer the question. Um, really, like I want to turn it to Lauren and ask her. Um egos right <laughs> they're, 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 egos are incredible things to work with and make and you know play with like play-doh so you know like sometimes it, questions were being asked from an egotistical place like a, from the ego like this is what i want this is who i think i am and then there was this process of things revealing for both of us it was a dance that way i think i think honestly if like if that can happen while it was happening with Melanie and I, you know, I, I just thought, I mean, I just want this to happen in all my life, in all my relationships and with all of my clients, like this kind of like, okay, I trust you. And I, I, you heard, you, you know, you, you, um, you took in everything that I said, like, you know, that there's in a collaboration, everyone has to be responsible, right. For the, for their contribution. And um, so the other person could play off of it. And I think we did a pretty good job there but lauren like talk to me about your collaboration and what how are you collaborating um well basically i'm a painter and i've been working on a series of paintings where um i found archived images of young women and girls who were murdered in the holocaust 
and um, I'm taking, I'm using the black and white photos that that's all there is. There's very little information, you know, all that's known is date of birth and date of death. And, um, and in doing a painting of them, I'm giving them kind of a, whether it's a dream or a, a great moment, uh, imagined, I don't know what their hopes and dreams were, but I can give them something. That life. Yeah. It's, it's a moment of life. Oh, it's yeah. a moment of life. And, but I think um, and uh, so the collaboration is with a composer, very renowned, wonderful woman named Ella Milch Sharif. She's Israeli and um, the Boston Symphony just played uh, one of her, her uh, pieces. Uh, I don't know what you call it, a whole musical composition. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, in, 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 in relationship, the Boston Symphony, in relationship to, to your image, to the image no, no, no. This or just totally separate? No, but that's her level of, Got it. of mastery. So we met and just immediately connected. And she wanted to collaborate with the project. And for each painting, she's done a musical composition, an orchestral piece. Um, mm -hmm. And so there is this element of trust because I know nothing about music composition and, and, um, and it's almost like I felt when the first compositions were coming out that they so interlaced with the paintings that it just became, you know, if I painted the vision, she painted the whole sound experience of wow. the work. So, yeah. yeah. So, fortunately, there was nothing to butt heads about. Um, and it's ongoing. And it's just mind-blowing because it's something I never imagined and um and it just takes the work to a whole other realm right yeah no I would I would I would agree with um with that statement that do, we were <clears throat> we both to your point we both stayed in our lane we both definitely stayed in our lane but we did you know um I think I think we did definitely it was in her personal space we're you know, I think sometimes I for, uh, people may forget um, that architecture and interior design is a ser are service industries as well as they are artistic and creative ones that we're mm -hmm. making a space for someone else. They don't, they're not standalone like a painting. So um, they have to be used, which makes them design rather than art. Um, yet her art lives within this this space to be used. So it's interesting. Ed, I feel like I cut you off or you got cut off. No, not at all. No, I'll, I'm going to give the other side of that 
because every I know you guys have challenges, have to have challenges in that, but I'll talk about my challenges. So I've been a solo guy. I've been the lone wolf photographer going out. I don't even most of the time hire assistants, even when I could use them. Once in a while, I do. <clears throat> um, and I decided a few years ago that I was going to start collaborating with everybody, that everything I did was going to be a collaboration. And it is challenging as mother ever as <laughs> could be. And so uh, you guys, so, and I'm sure you guys have had that experience. You rub up, Lane and I collaborating, right? Is it all, you know, it's 90% roses, but every once in a while, Lane will give me a call like, <laughs> I have to say that there are other people involved in the project at this point. Um, that that yes, because it's become like uh, a bit. There's there's Ella and I who are the creatives, the painter and the composer, but then the people around doing administrative stuff. So, they know, have a team like you would believe. But, and, you know, and, that and becomes like, I think we're both kind of like... Be kind, be kind honey. <laughs> what we envisioned originally. Right, 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 right. At the, right, and not at the sacrifice of being misinterpreted <laughs> or something right. like that. But, but Ed, I want to ask you, like, how do you think, I think you said 90%. Well, I I would challenge you. I think we have 100% days okay. and then we have 40% days. Right, right. Right, like we, totally. Like, um, um. so I would, you know, it's, it's my challenge working with you, particularly in terms of collaboration is just respecting everybody else's process. You know what I mean? That I think that's the, is like because you you because you're putting the relationship actually before the collaboration. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, oh no, if 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 this, I, I cannot sacrifice my friendship over this collaboration. Right, right. My my survival mechanism basically is just to take over, and yes. when things aren't doing going well, it's like, okay, just go ahead, do it the way you've done it for forty years, and. Well, that could be and- a problem. That could be a problem sometimes <laughs> when you're when two people are trying to do something together. Just FYI on that, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Collaboration is what's interesting. It brings up stuff, and I, I'm collaborating with a, a photographer and videographer. What's amazing is we've all expanded our our scope and our vision of what we could possibly do and what's possible. And we're each working with each other's clients, which expands our business also, and also expands our creativity as we learn from each other. So, I mean, collaboration, I, I wish I knew about wasn't so scary early on in my life because I would have tried it earlier on. But, you know, I went a lot of years because I enjoyed it so much. I got really in that comfort zone of not like looking outside of that. And then looking back, I, you know, sometimes I said, Oh man, if I had just done that years before. I agree. I think I'm, you know, just being a part of a community, but I want to ask both of you <clears throat> a specific question. Excuse me. I'm scared of claiming. Um, Lauren, um, you said that she paint, she painted a picture with the, with, you know, the sound. Yes. 
right? Um, and it's so beautiful and so poetically said. I mean, clearly you're you're meant to be a creative. Like even if I never saw a painting, that those words, those ways you combine the words. But I'm also wondering that did how I want to ask both of you how have your collaborations influenced your individual practice now? Like, had did you take that sound painting and take it with you when you started another painting? solo by yourself oh that's interesting because i actually do listen to ella's music um not just the the composition okay. for this but but i will play her music in the studio and and it can bring me back to that in, initial when the project was brand new and and so exciting. Not that it's not exciting now, but now it's, you know, three years in and it's not, you know, but listening to the music can evoke those early, just bright white excitement feelings. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and what's really interesting about because I got to see it at the very beginning. And our Lord, believe it or not, even though we're married, our creative paths do not cross that often. Would you say, okay. Lord? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you agree. You agree with Ed? No. Well, when we were talking about how I used to ask Ed to photograph the paintings for me. <laughs> oh man, that was interesting. Get divorced now, <laughs> and, and it was. You know, not a good, it I was not a good idea. Not, not a bad idea. No, no. I oh, just, really? It didn't work out. Did not. No. Can 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 I ask why? What 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 was your what was your observation? What was something you wanted, <laughs> but 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 didn't seem to didn't weren't getting. Okay. Don't throw me too far under the bus, <laughs> very, honey. No, no. Get <laughs> very vague. Yes. <laughs> that it's something that uh, Ed doesn't enjoy doing. Ah, the type of photography that he would rather not do. So, product photography, it, basically, like documentarian, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, so, so I that, that it is a lot less stressful to hire someone who does that. That's what they do. Right, right. Which is take pictures of paintings and make them yes. really beautiful. Right, right. But Ed, what about you? What did you learn from our collaboration? Well, I'm going to go back with Lauren's stuff. The day, the one place, oh. as we don't cross co collaborative, we don't really collaborate on a, I mean, we talk about, I not only do we not collaborate, our processes are, are like opposites. And uh, even even in doing a jigsaw puzzle. Yes, but, that's what I was going to say. We're we're collaborating but, on a jigsaw puzzle right now. <laughs> right. So a thousand pieces. But the one thing that I can say about Lauren's piece is, she said the first day, uh, the first painting she was working on, she said, "Oh, what do you think of this?" And I was like, my, like my jaw dropped to the ground. I said, "You know, this is going to be." This, what you're showing me is amazingly powerful. I don't know if people are going to hate it or they're going to love it. I really didn't know. I mean, be, but I knew that it was amazing. You know, and I'm so proud of her just for, not even proud. She's just like hit it, you know. And, and now 
it's turned into a three-year project, which would probably be a six to ten-year project. Wow. And it's amazing. Uh, so the so when I saw it on the screen the first day, the fact that now it's three years later and it's like 25 paintings in and like a you know is sort of spectacular to see and just in and in terms of how it happened, just real quickly, I'm just and I'll get, I'll talk about our collaboration later in a minute. Is that this is a life lesson for everybody? I'm telling you, Lauren was at Mana Studio in New Jersey, and she used to she had no windows, so she used <laughs> to keep her door open all the time. And a filmmaker walked into the to her studio and said, "Oh, you paint such happy pictures," and you know, compared to everybody else at Mana and who are artists. And then he saw the and then he saw the pictures of the young girls, you know, that they were from the Holocaust. And that's how the project actually started. He said, I gotta have you meet the so person. It was just like synergy. It was it was literally synchronistic. Yeah, that's yeah. Well there was a, he the film student, they had their uh you know, their make makeup room, prop room across the hall from me. And uh, you know. Just having my door open led to a great connection. He just walked in, right? He just sort of said, he walked in, and and then I invited him to come, you know, see what I was doing, and that's when it hit him because the paintings are shown um, with there's the painting, and then beside it is a small. Uh, print of the the actual image the historical image interesting um so on the you got a question i'm sorry i don't want to interrupt yeah i don't know i, I mean it's a very intimate thing um you know i think artists you know i do have to say i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bit sometimes jealous in my fantasy about what artists do um, and that you 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 run your own complete show. Do you know what I mean? Like like wow. that you actually. Well, I I will hear me out. Hear me out. I may not yeah. land exactly where, where in the truth, but like that's that's my fantasy. That's why I said if it's a fantasy because you know. Um, I just wanted you just to hear about again, like this this little girl, like that's an intimate thing. Like this 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 one picture of this little girl. How does it relate to you? you know, 70 some odd, 80 years after the Holocaust has ended. What, it, how does that all work for you emotionally, I guess? Well, it's really about, it's a response to the hatred and intolerance that's just rising up all over the place. Right. Um, really what, what was the trigger was that march in Charlottesville, Virginia, mm. where the KKK was marching through town and uh, with their tiki torches and uh, chanting, Jews will not replace us, which, uh, you know, and just all the, and at the same time, the migrant children were being separated from their families, and and uh, and George Floyd was 
was just murdered in front of our eyes. So, you know, it really is a response to what happens when hatred is let loose. Mm -hmm. What's the ultimate result? Yeah. And trying to, like, I guess in, in some sort of a way, I wouldn't even say heal. I don't know. Like, it's a response, but there is a healing component. Well, to, yeah, to it's a, a call to empathy, a call yeah. to, you know, see the person. Well, mm. and that, and that, that's actually what I love about your paintings, is that not only do you see the person, and I'm a little more, uh, what I see in it, uh, sometimes I see life as a simulation anyway. Is that, you see what life, life is a simulation? So, yeah, sometimes we're just going <laughs> through this. And so I really feel that they have been giving a life back. You mm -hmm. know, and that is a simulation, but you know, that maybe we have an afterlife. I can't prove it. I'm not sure. But in case we do, I feel like they were given a piece of it. When I see the paintings, I see them having gotten a little piece of their life back. Well, you know, it's so, it's so, you know, I don't know how, what, I don't think I've ever been to a Jewish funeral service, but certainly in the black tradition, this idea that you're not, um, the person hasn't left us. Right. You're you know, not. Uh, right, right. We, we, this, you know, it, it sounds very corny, but you're actually magicking it into reality, which is. The, the, their essence still lives on and like in and in so many different ways for you to then start to paint with this kind of imagined essence yeah. or whatever you project it whatever I don't know how you frame it but I think it's beautiful well I think we universally we have the great need for our loved ones to be remembered yes you know, like in all these recent, you know, killings and school shootings and, you know, are the primal cry of, of those heard is say their name. Right. Say, remember their life. Um, you know, and, and maybe in saying these names, there's a change like that. Hopefully, there's there's uh, a, a, an energy that goes out when you remember someone who was killed unjustly. When there's great injustice, just right. uh, acknowledging and 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 standing up against it. Yeah, I think um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to give Ed a, Ed a chance to come in here. Ed, does, does that mean you're not sure what to say next? Oh my God! No, I do. I don't. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, go I'm, for I, it. I, I know. I'm doing quite the opposite. Okay, let's hear what you have to say. Um. <clears throat> well, we came a little full circle for me. Um. You know, sometimes when I start these this this podcast, I'm uh, you know. Uh, and you know like there's that part of it and then there's like nervousness and there's all these different feelings and so you know take it you know I, I love it's almost like hearing myself practice singing and then sometimes you know lauren myself and you have hit a note you know i could hear it actually within the podcast and um so 
I feel like we came full circle around this idea of the dancing and the black joy. Um, and you said something, Lauren, which is like, you know, I think one of the things that is so real about this article for me and so real about documenting anything um, from memory is that, um, is to feel, you know, I don't know whether it's, I don't know, legacy seems like a big word, but this idea of like memory and, and remembering us in a particular way. So one of the things you said, Lauren, about capturing them or they're creating an energy by saying their name also, like this is really important work for me like yeah. to understand like that I am in uh I am in I am now changing as a participating black designer um in this industry I am changing the terms by by only just by participating you know and being a black person in my industry well one thing that I wanted to uh look at and ask you about in the the architectural digest article um, was you use the term, you design with ancestral memory, which I think speaks to this whole topic that here you are, you are at the pinnacle of a design career, but you're speaking with the voice of the history behind you. And yeah. Signing with those, like visually, you are creating space that that addresses the contributions and the creative elements of an eye. Just the just yeah. an eye, like a trained eye through the. Yeah, I think you know. As I mentioned to you today, it's a little bit of a tough day. It's my. It would have been my mother's eighty third birthday today, awesome. so um, I was like, oh, what what's going on today? So. Um, you know, just keeping it real here on Mad Creative. Your, your, um, your, your mother's birthday and my birthday are one day apart, by the way. I know. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. My yeah. dad was last week on the 11th. Oh, my. Oh, a lot of Pisces running around. A lot of Pisces. A lot of Pisces. It's just a real quick note. When yeah. Lauren, when I first met Lauren, who tapped me in a coffee shop, she said my birthday. I said, oh, you're one of my three best days to get to meet someone. I said, oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> Is that true, Lauren? Um, according to this one <laughs> astrology book that does pairings, that I had happened to be giggling at the beach with a friend the week before looking that March at 18th is a good day for you. March 20th. March 20th. Oh, tomorrow's your birthday. No, March, yeah. March 18th to 21st, I right. think it was. Right. And Laura, ideal astrological. Day. And, and, and I'm thinking she's got, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking. We've been looking at that book at the beach with a friend. And then in the next week we met, and his birthday was one of the best days. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, my thought but, was, I don't think she's going to say no if I ask her out to do Who's going to turn down a best day, you know? <laughs> I want to so get you back. were having that day okay. when you met. I, I want to get back to yeah, the okay. ancestral okay. memory talk. Um, well, the, the you know, again, like, um, well, 
yeah, that it was a good it was a good diversion for me not to feel feelings. Um, <laughs> uh, for sure, the you know my mom would have been eighty three today. Uh, I think about what you're saying, and um, yeah, just being being able to so much about the space that I remember as a child or or through my life has been in these moments where we're eating and we're dancing, probably gossiping about other family members, you know, doing that thing that fam that families do together in units, in pods. And so, you know, just thinking about my mother, like my mother and 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 uh and in that just eating dancing and laughing for a Trinidadian that's what I understand Trinidad is I don't know anybody who doesn't like to have a nice big roti in their hand full of curry and like with a drink in their hand of some sort and laughing and making other like there's an active participation in making other people laugh like there's wow. a consciousness around that to me yeah from someone from Trinidad and from my and my family so um so you know that that I carry that through in the in the house, in the design of the house. We just we want you know. I mean, is can smile? Can the attempting to make other people smile all the time be a be a, a service? You know what I mean? Like, could you figure out a way? Like, I'm gonna make finishes, and we're gonna apply things. We're gonna put we're gonna compose things together that at their their on their worst days, you're gonna get a a, a little smile. At a finish, or 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 touching something, or going up upstairs to a, to a surface or something that'll make you smile. No, nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, th does it does that make it being a creative? Can you like I know I could turn my day about by just being a little more creative, pulling up my camera for you guys, for Lauren and you. Does that change things at all? Like what do you all mean? of a sudden, just starting your practice of being creative. If you start working on stuff, I'll Lauren, let Lauren answer that. Um. Yes, in that when I'm working, there's it's just the work. I'm not thinking about you know, whatever's causing the bad day. Um, I can get into, you know, just the space of flow where it's just, you know, not outer body experience, but, <laughs> just, you know, doing it, plugging ahead with that. Yes. And don't interrupt her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. How about yeah. you, Lane? Does, does yeah, I have to be very conscious. You know, you know me in many dimensions that I have to be very conscious to go, okay, Layden, stop it. Like <laughs> I actually have to put a stopper on on the on the neck on the on the shadow speak that comes yeah. head. Oh, that's say, a good term for you know what I mean. I have to say thank you very much please go to the back of the seat now i love you very much but laden who has to get stuff done done has got to take over and i think you know that's changed for me over this over the period you know i learned from ed the most radical thing i had in my possibly one of the most radical things in my adult life is just like you're telling yourself a story 
And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you what do you mean a story? This, my pain is it, real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what the F are you talking about? Like it's a story I'm making up. No, it's not, you know. And I was very resentful at first. You know, I hear that. <laughs> I was very resentful at first. And but then I started to do like the practice, like the practice of changing your mind. Right. Right. And I think that's what Ed, where Ed, I think is leading us in this conversation a little bit, like how to change your mind in that yes. moment by well, engaging your creativity in a particular way or some practice that gets you closer to more to your creativity rather than in your, 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 the voices that are coming from within the house, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, can you change the day and will the day change the next day and will change the story and will that change your life? You know? It's... And I, I think, you know, it's so true. And Ed is so good at, at <coughs> recognizing, you know, what what's spinning and just saying, you know, that's just your own made up story. Right. And, and just not comment any further. You know? <laughs> the one area where it really doesn't apply, I think, is grief. Um, mm. Grief is not a story that I think can be labeled as oh you know your feelings about whatever loss you've experienced that's a different journey that's a different you can't just change that channel or, that no 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 I, I agree with you 100% and actually it's, it's, I'm excited to talk to you about it or and both you and Ed like for me I think um, that's the place where people accept other stories like um Oh, no, 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 that's not hurting me. No, 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 I actually feel like it's a counter story that gets played out sometimes when people are not allowing themselves to feel and experience grief. Like, um, yeah, I, um, and I grieve many things. You know, I grieve older selves from yesterday. You know, not it doesn't have to be like, you know, <laughs> 40 years ago. Right, right. Like, I'm grieving two months ago stuff. Um, so that's a, as that's an interesting place. Um, and I feel like that, I don't know, when I hear people talk about grief, I feel like that's the, that makes actually makes me happy and, and it makes me feel healthy. Right, because I think in general with our made up negative voices, those really do need to be kind of shut down. Like you were saying, go, you know, go sit somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. Leave the room. Leave the room for a while. But I also acknowledge I love you. Thank you yeah. very much. Because I don't want to demonize parts of myself. Right, right. You know, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, that's like, I'm just go sit down. Like, right. you, you've been running the show, though, for the last three days. <laughs> but I think right. grieving voices need Are different. to be caught, you know, need, yes. like, nurturing like i'm learning honey 
<laughs> wait, wait, but Ed, I, Ed is someone that I, you know, I know Ed, you, I, I know if you don't mind me being personal, mm -hmm. I know you very well, I think as much as I, you, you, someone can get to know you and, you know, that grief subject, that's not one that you tamper with too much. You're not like, you're not big on emoting. Well, I think I'm emotive. I, I don't think that I, uh, but probably my fear is if I get stuck in grief too long, you know, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. If I get stuck in grief too long, I'll just be stuck there, you know, and that's Ever. just, a, that's just yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's sort of a made up story. I mean, and the other part is having had grief, like getting divorced, you know, losing my dad is that I always knew that the creative part of me, you know, like the creativeness that I have would always get me through it no matter what. That was like the the ongoing belief. He said, you know what? I could deal with the grief because I know at the end of the tunnel, I will find my way back to, you know, what I have gratitude about. And, and you know, and so, yeah, so being emotive is not, probably my strongest space in, you know, in terms, you know, I'll, I'll sort of move, let's move, let's move through this fast, you know, and, and recently I think I've gotten a little better at it, just sort of, you know, just, you know, being present to people who are having grief. Yeah. And just really listening, but that's a new thing for me. It's not like I'm practiced at it or, you know, but just sometimes just like, okay, just sit back, let them, you know, let everybody just be who they are. Don't, try to fix it you know because that's you know I, I had such a crazy family i was always trying to fix my mom right so so yeah so just sort of listen sit back and listening is sort of uh, you know the the stance i take I, you know so i've gotten probably a little better at it i would say lauren probably be a better yeah. judge yeah that. absolutely yeah yeah so but for me Really, it's still, even though we're having this conversation, my mind goes forward. Like I'm thinking about, like if this, like if something happens to me, I know if I pull my camera out and it may not happen in a day, it may not happen. It's been my best love of my life, you know? Hmm. Oh, not the best love, but the longest last, the one that's got me through every little thing that I've ever been through. I would, I would have to agree with you. I, I can't, I can't not, I, you know, sometimes I expect for it to come and manifest itself like a burning bush or something, but I think you're right. Like it's, I, I think it is definitely my go-to and it might come through me watching some, another piece, another artist's work. Well, well right? it doesn't have to yeah. be my, I can sometimes get into a really good film that might actually help me open up or, or, or some, a piece of writing. Well, well, the interesting thing is that I've learned a lot from Layden about just sitting there and, and grief and just like everything doesn't have to be okay all the time. And I've learned that from Laura too. You guys are, you know, you, you guys are a real empath, vulnerable empaths. So, you know, so that's sort of interesting. And what I like about our chemistry, Layden, is that we are totally different in lots of ways, you know, and we're similar in ways we're really different in ways. Yeah. No, I appreciate that too. And I, um, like I can, I, I definitely know where I, when I'm st sticking or stuck.
I, you know, now that now that you've come in my life, I can tell the difference between <laughs> grief and being stuck. And I've told and I'm stuck in a story. I know right. the difference. Uh, I do know the difference. The only person I can't tell they're stuck in a story is Lauren. That will lead to a bit. Oh, that, 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 that will lead to a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Like Lauren, that's is that a boundary for you? Like, in other words, like just stay away from that. Probably part the patriarchal part. Don't tell part. me how I'm feeling, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it definitely it definitely triggers a, a a part of me that I don't even like to see. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how intense it gets. So right. So, no, but, um, you know, you had, um, oh gosh, you had talked about, um, I want to talk to Ed about ancestors. You, we, you know, Lauren and I talked about it a little bit in our respective ways. I mean, how, how is, is this the word ancestry, ancestral, past history, any of those things mean anything for you in your practice today? Do they mean anything in my practice today? Um, I mean, you know, the fact that I could still hear my mom or dad's voice to be sure. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the part of me. I mean, Lord knows I mentioned my parents, you know, from time to time. And, you know, and I always feel them around, especially my mom, who is just like, you know, very strong presence. And not always a positive presence, but, you know, she doesn't mean you love her less. It just means that she was, you know, she didn't want me to be a photographer. Right. Maybe my choice to be a photographer was a rebellion. You know, because I moved 3,000 miles away so I could be, a, I, if I stayed in New York, I, like, I was going to be a therapist because they were telling me what a poor choice this was. Right, right. So, right. but it did make me love them less. But, but, I, but I understand whatever happened to me, I am a bull. You know, I, I, not even a bull. I, I am resilient at what I do. Like nothing ever says I'm not going to do this, whether it's the podcast or walking 2000 miles last year or being a photographer. I was just good. I just was going to figure it out. And so whatever they, I think they didn't give me, this is what they did give me. Right, right, right. You know, so I have a, a lot of looking back gratitude for just here. I've been a photographer for 40 years now. And that's a lot, you know, it's still going at it, still loving it and, and still creating, I'm creating this podcast with you. And I put together the podcast and I decided to walk 2000 miles and thinking if I could walk 2000 miles, I could get this podcast done. And you did both. Uh, the podcast is way harder than the 2,000 miles. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. You don't have to talk to anybody else to walk 2,000 miles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, so um, wait a minute. I feel like I got a little bit off track here, a little bit. Um, I have an aside question for you. Yes. Just, yes. Uh, when you mentioned film, that you can get into a creative space looking at film, Okay, favorite film interior spaces. Oh, interesting. This came yeah. up yesterday. I would I think it's oh, it's so wild. Um, and it's stuck in my head. I don't know if it's true for now. And I and when we have you on in another six months, we'll 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 
we'll revisit the same question. I think it's suddenly last summer with um, Montgomery Cliff, um, Elizabeth Taylor, and Catherine Hepburn. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. think, I, think Kath, I think Kathleen, uh, Catherine Hepburn coming down, in that, descending in that cave uh, is the wildest effing thing I've ever seen. And I was like, why is she doing that? What is this production of like, you know what I mean? And so it gets a little bit mixed up the pantheon also in rome okay yeah you know you know the, mm. I, th I i walked into that space and i've never been able to walk into that space again empty somehow i don't know what's going on there now because i was there this year and it's just a mob i can't stand it but going there in 1994 is is you know there then for the first time and just seeing that oculus in that and that space mm. i i I had never, I would thought I was having an out-of-body experience. Wow. Where I was talk something else had alien and higher power, <laughs> you know, right, right. the spirit, something was it was with me in that space. How about you, Lauren? What, what... Well, um, and this is, I don't know if it's springing up to me because A, it, it, the interiors, always blew me away be that um we're working on a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> anyway there's this film it's a french film diva it's about uh an african-american opera singer who moves to uh to france because uh you know she's way more Life is just way easy, easier. Yeah, and, and, and a path more, is kind of laid out. What is happening in the, the 30s and 40s or something? No, this was in the 80s. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and I, I can't remember, remember her name, but she the, the she's a real opera singer in this movie. But it's a kind of, a, you know, a, a whodunit in... You know, there's a crime where this guy records her. She doesn't allow herself to be recorded and, and he makes a recording, but it's stolen and all this stuff. But the mastermind criminal is in this tower outside by the somewhere near the water in France. And it's like this 10,000 square foot loft space. Wow. And he's doing a jigsaw puzzle that's like 20 feet, oh. feet on the floor in this huge, amazing loft space. And that's your that's your space that you get is is that is memorable to you. Just, yes, it's spectacular. You gotta watch the movie. I have to, I have to watch that. The interior. Uh, I'm gonna actually go in a little different direction in that Billy Gerard Frank. Yeah. I love, you know, his, he, I mean, he had to do a commercial film. He does art film, but everything is about the interior. He's, he's like an interior art photographer. You know, he turns the interior into a piece of art and the life happens around it. And, yes. and we're going to have him on on the next, uh, you know, an, an episode or two. But so, and he's a friend of yours from way back when, I think. Sure. And he, I loved watching his movie with all his interiors. I mean, I Interesting. thought. Interesting. 
Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He he does. He's very, you know, he has a background um, in production design. So that does it, you know, and set design. So I, I think even, even as that. a director, you're picking up on something very intuitively. So he's looking at the storytelling through the objects and in, in yeah. space. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and he, I think he was in the Rome Biennial and the Whitney Biennial. Is that, is yeah, he right? was in the Whitney Biennale now this, for the second course. He was in there, I think, in 2017, and then again in um, maybe there would have what was a biennial in between, and now he was in it for the 2022, uh, representing Grenada. There you go, and, Grenada Pavilion. Yeah. So, and if there was a second film, I would I would pick The Apartment, which with uh, was Jack Lemmon, was it, and Shirley MacLaine. Really? Just the, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the old New York apartment. It's sort of what I grew up in a little bit. And, All right. You know. I have to take that. I've got a, um, yeah, no, I, I wanted to say something. I don't know. Christoph Kaskowski's films, like Red, White, and Blue, like Juliet Binoche. I don't know what he, she, he did. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember, oh. remember that she, he, she's taking out this lollipop and sucking on it for remembering her daughter or her son? <laughs> <laughs> and the light i was yes, like what yeah. is going on here you know i mean and that that just that blue and then at the reflective the, the light Anna's at the beach there's the uh, i can't remember which one it was in like red white or blue you mean yeah right. and it just these blue cabanas on a deserted beach yeah. Yeah, Just, that's a very, very beautiful film. Very, very beautiful set of films. I, I'm going to turn the, I, I'm going to take over here and turn the uh, conversation <laughs> into what inspires you guys when, in terms of your own creativity. Like, what are your inspirations? Who are your inspirations? What is, like, gets you going that if other creators are listening at. That's a tough one because I feel like I just generate like in the, in the spinning, I generate ideas and I have more ideas than I have time in this lifetime so, like, so I need, really what, I need what, some other lifetime <laughs> but what, what's interesting what you're saying is that the spinning while you were talking about may not be helpful to you actually has it's really a great place for you also yes yeah, yeah. so and that's I think with anything when right? it's not negative I mean I spin right. Well, I, I think that's right. everything. There's, there's, think... there's passive spinning, and then there's negative spinning. Well, right, yeah. exactly. Right, and it's, it goes to back to anything you do. There's a side that is really helpful to you, and a side just like with my emotion. And when I'm not emoting, what am I missing? You know, what it, what are the things that you're losing in life? So I think that's with everything. That there's a part that is really, oh wow, I can, you know, this is really helping me here. And and if we can start learning those parts. I think it's really helpful. But how about you, Layton? What what are the things that inspire well, me? Yeah, or yeah, get you going. 
like like you're just having a regular day and you're like oh my god oh that's such a hard one ed okay um, uh sometimes you know because sometimes you know i don't know why i'm thinking about this but there's some there's some woman who is like dressed to the nines and nice, i'm like yeah. what <laughs> again <laughs> Like she took me out of the normalness and the habitual normalness of yeah. and it's like hat cocked, purse, coat, shoes, everything is so tight. And I'm like, damn girl, you know what I mean? Like really, you, it's majestic. So I think that can do that. Like someone who's decided to treat the day in a very special way, you know, that's how I can yeah. meet. You know, like it, even like my, you know, my studio director showing up and she might be wearing a new coat and it's like she's wearing it with a certain love of herself. You know what I mean? And so I, I that that inspires me. Nice. Yeah. 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 I like to witness people. I like to witness people. <laughs> you know? and, and I'm sure they appreciate that you see them. Yeah, I, I I think to go in this lifetime, Lauren, and not be seen, you know, I felt I've struggled with that personally myself. So I would I, I try to imbue my day with that. It, but isn't that the existential nature of an artist or a creative yeah. is that you need to be seen? Oh, not even you, but you need your work to be seen. That is is sort of the the nature of what we do. You know, if you if you're not seen, you sort of don't exist you know it, um, you do exist but in your own mind a lot of times you know artists when they're not seen and i think what lauren does late you and i are seen all the time we work for other people we'll do stuff for lauren has to wait long periods of time to get that existential experience i would say but, but that that's not what i crave i mean mm. I think most artists crave, you know, not attention spotlight, but, you know, for me, it's more of like a rash that itches and, and I have to create in order to just feel equilibrium. Fantastic. Yeah. No, no, it's a very different way. So, yeah, no, I think I think you might also. I, I wonder sometimes, and I know that there is now so many different genders, but some, but sometimes I think that I wonder if it's male, that visibility. I don't know. I think it does have to do with. And then you I, know, I, yes and no, because I know a lot of celebrity women who, right, you know, <laughs> attention but, spotlight but is I, critical. The art world and. Probably the design world is is male dominated. Um, yeah. It's actually female dominated now. Interior design. Oh, really? Yes, it's more of yeah, definitely. Huh. Those names I think of are are male anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but Lauren, you sometimes worry that your work will not not be seen. I think. Yeah, but it, it's not a motivating fact. Right. No, you will paint no matter what. This is right, true. Right. No, that's, I mean, again, I, that's a, I wish I had gotten the memo 
you know, 20 years ago that there was a, that there was a game being played. Mm. Not only was I not playing the game right, I wasn't aware that there was a game. <laughs> oh, it is true. You. Sometimes, Lord. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. you know, I hear you loud and clear on that one. So, yeah. So, yeah. so, so what I, are, I think okay. there are many people that, you know, 20 years ago that I was showing with and do, you know, they've, they've parlayed things into giant careers whereas i was just la da 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 go up you know <laughs> i was like in the sandbox playing <laughs> i didn't know where right. I was no talking. no i understand completely what you mean you know i understand and i relate what's our, what's our final questions going forward here lane what what would you uh, i want a question from lauren and one from Layton. lauren um You know, I, I deal a, uh, a lot with one voice, um, especially when great things are happening. There is this voice that that tries to take me down by saying, you know, you're just faking. You're an imposter. This isn't, you know, people are going to find out that you're whatever, not talented, not you know, whatever. And, um, and, and that voice tends to rear its head at the moments when I should really be feeling the best. And I think you're an intuitive. I think you're an intuitive. I really do. Not I think, I know you are. You're an empath. Uh, for sure. I think it's a challenge, you know, yeah, but go on, finish your, your question. No, I wanted to know um, if you have this, ten, like, here you are, you know, this is like a major breakthrough. Of course, of course. Your phone's going to start ringing off the hook and business is going to, you know. So what do you I, do? I, I hope all of those things happen. And yet I have to also have a level of detachment and move on and post and post mad creative and build social around that. And like, there's another thing to do, but I definitely, um, I'm a little hungover from the amount of social media um, attention around the article. And, um, and just thinking to myself, well, didn't we actually already talk about that? <laughs> kind of, you know, on social media, this is a echo. It's like an echo, yeah. echo, 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 you know? And, um, and but you know that said, um, yeah, I'm excited for um, yeah no no I um I'm definitely I definitely have experiences like that because it's such a high, yeah 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 celebrated I oh yeah no but it's such a high and I have and I have and 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 I will and I will you know um, I'm trying to get together a little dinner cocktail something you guys will be invited for sure you're the hardcore my group um of my of my life not even on my group my life and i i i have to celebrate i actually i actually um took one of my best girlfriends um and said and asked her i said please can you please make sure i celebrate this yes thank you that's wonderful like Whoever please can you help me because i know on my you own you're number one <laughs> You know, That's on my own, 
I, I will. I don't know what it is. I can't. And I don't want to even pathologize it. I will not do what I could do if I didn't like kind of put right. like a, a peace sign up, you know, an yeah. olive branch to say, help. I needed help on this one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it's good to surround yourself with people who want to push you up the stairs with them, you know? So, <laughs> and not kick you down. Not kick you down. Not, not kick, kick you down. You. What, oh, what, come what, on, we all have we all know people along the the road who've done that, especially as great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Of course. of course, of course. You know, so, and that's like you know, bad behavior. <laughs> so, what's your question, lady? What's your question, lady? Last question. Um well, I always like I, to see the curiosity of creatives. No, I think that, um, you know, I, I, you know, one of the things you, I'm going to hold on to something you said, you were like, no matter what I can come back to is my creativity to manage some part of what I have to deal with, whether it be grief or work through something. So I guess my question is, what's happening now with each of you? Like just a small little nugget. What are you, what are you working through? Like, it, like, like one little thing, you know, what are you working well, through? Lauren? Okay. Um, well, aside from the painting, which is really, you know, 99% of my life. Uh, no, I take that back because Ed is, Ed is 99%. I'm not good at math. Um, but <laughs> it's spring. Tomorrow is the first day of spring. And and um, I started a vegetable garden last year. And so now I'm like planning. I, I, I've gotten seeds for these exotic heirloom vegetables. And, and so that's my counterpoint to the inner work of painting. I'm really looking forward to going out and growing things. Well, you do you saw that picture and that and that kind of goulash I put together or the not the goulash? What is that vegetable friend? I you, I got yes. me home with okra and squash and tomatoes and peppers. The most beautiful, like it was kind of ridiculous the amount of stuff you sent me home. But I'm coming this summer to get more. Yes, oh, yes, yes. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> you sent me home and it was beautiful, like like indiv your individual paintings. Those vegetables are gorgeous. Oh, thank you. So that's my other, that's what's happening. Ed, what about you? What are you working through? Like, it, is, and, and, and maybe a little bit like if it's a block or you're just going to, you're working, you're pushing right through it. No, I'm pretty good. Well, I'm working with this cat right here. He came by. <laughs> right we have a beautiful cat. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm really working on as like, it's funny. I don't, if it's not involving my creativity, like I'm like so laser focused on that part that it's hard to get me to do anything else except shovel snow. I love shoveling snow. <laughs> I clean the, something about shoveling snow really works for me. And a thought puzzle. And the jigsaw puzzle works, but well, like so, but so there's a whole bunch of other things 
that like in your columns of duties, let's say as a, as a person around the house or something that you don't want to do. Yeah. There's, <laughs> oh Lord, don't get into it. So the, uh, yeah, no, there's lots of things I don't want to do. I mean, I, Lord comes from a place of organization. I come from a place of chaos and the, and I'm fine with that. The, but I don't like, you know, at that age and, and I feel the most creative I've ever felt. You know, I'm working on a COVID project. I'm working on, on this. I'm working on my Central Park project. It's been like 10 years old. And Lauren has seen me. I think Lauren was amazed that we I finished two of these things right this right. year. And 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 she actually had she actually said, let's say five things we love about each other one day a few weeks ago. And I thought what a great idea. And one of the things she said, you finished walking and and you got the podcast going, you know, because it's hard to get these things going. You know, and sometimes I don't admit how hard they are because I'm such a bull just moving forward because probably for me, any sense of doubt will just crush it, you know, so I don't let myself have doubt. Huh. And uh, and so then what would be my question to you guys uh, at closing before we end this? Um, What is what what is the thing that is your best practice, you know, your best practice that makes you really get going and make the day like a full day and saying, oh, I love doing this. I'm going to say, because uh, there, I have a wish list of things that I wish that I did right. <laughs> that I'm not doing, but getting up and making that first cup of coffee. Oh my God. Just, I look forward to it when I go to sleep, knowing that in the morning, I'm going to make this cup of coffee and it's going to be delicious and warm. And, and, you know, anyway, that's my, my practice of getting up with coffee. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to echo that a bit. Um, lately, I've been listening to just like some flout music, some flute, some flautist in the morning, um, indigenous, Amer- um, Native American, indigenous Ooh. person, our caller's Nakai. And, and if I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm really spiritually smart, I'll say, I'll close my eyes for a couple minutes and breathe. And I like that combined with getting like, that is the, that's, that's the thing that I do to say that I meditate so I can have my cup of coffee. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a good place to end with a little coffee, right? With a little you coffee. Know, I had a cup of myself, but the, uh, how, so Lauren, how do, what's coming up for you? Give us the whole rundown. This was so much fun. <laughs> I- you know, you described feeling uh, anxious, excited. You know, I always tell myself the story. It is a, that I'm not good at, con- you know, interviews, conversations, and I build up this wall that I'm, you know, this is going to be so hard. I'm not going to. Anyway. It was great 
I Excellent. forgot to be nervous. Yes. Nice. Good. How about uh, where, Lauren? Where can we see your work? Where is where is it coming up? Give us you a. Can come up uh, well right now on my website, laurenbergmanart.com. Um, and uh, September, Where? the big launch at Brandeis University. Um, For this that, body of work with the composer. With, with, yes. with, that's yeah. just the first place. There's many of course, places. I know. No, it seems like it's going to be iterations and multiple, yeah. many paintings. Or around. But yeah, Brandeis in September. Fantastic. How about you, Layden? Besides um, Architectural Digest. Besides Architectural Digest, what's what's on the list is to discuss with Ed Letterman a cadence to posting and come up with a visual um, aesthetic for our IG that is, for me, very important and not... I, we've got to get visually organized, I right. think. So um, it's a little slower than I, I thought it was going to be, but um, I think it's, um, and Ed is probably losing his mind, my part, my collaborator. Uh, this morning I did lose my mind. <laughs> but at the same time, I know that I'm going to, I trusted myself when I put together a little schematic that, yeah, this was. Send this it was, to Lauren, she'll love it. Yeah, it this was, this great. was the right thing to think about. Like not just hibbity, you know, posting right. without and, a strategy. And, and, and when's the Architectural Digest? coming out oh i think if you're or, uh, first of all it's it's online it's digital online. Or, or, it's online at arc at architecturaldigest.com i believe is or arc digest um a-r-c-c-h digest um uh and also if you if you're uh if you have a subscription you should be getting the copy this week in the mail um yeah. a week before the the month begins it's in the april 2023 um issue of architectural digest and check out laden's IG Instagram. He's, he's Laden Lewis Design Studio. Right. He's on there. His last post was with someone who's pretty well known. <laughs> and and uh the uh and you can reach me at Ed Letterman Photography or Ed Letterman Photo at gmail.com. Uh, or my website is Ed Letterman Photo.com and uh or Ed Letterman Coaching.com. And um this was great, guys. Any closing comments or we're done? No, I think we're finished. We're done. This was <laughs> uh, let me how do we now I just gotta turn off the record button?